0: Radio One ninety one FM podcast. So how are you going today, Chubby? Good about yourself. I'm going all right. A nice and good old Friday, actually. Hey, I forget. You? I'm, I'm losing. The Got the new single that came out today. Find us. Yeah. Um. Well, currently, where are you? Like, where can we find you at the moment?
1: <laughs> you can find me. You can find me in Auckland City. You can find me, in baby. Yeah.
0: Easy. Um for one of the people for the people here in Dunin who may have not heard of you, who is Chubby Fly?
1: Yeah, uh, he's the first Flat Fat Boy. I'm uh, someone who believes in himself, he's self motivated, he's driven, and I wanna achieve great things and spread my music around the world. Lockdown bro how'd how you find how'd you find the lockdown, bro?
0: I've been finding it pretty good, like um, not ideal personally, like I'm not good with being in my room as a workspace like it's just too yeah. comfortable for me i need to be in like a different area for me to get a yeah. mindset yeah
1: it works it's, it's hard to work from my man
0: yeah how have you been working with it um and now like also going into the level two. of course regarding music you can send files to and forth now yeah. sending demos like it's not of course ideal not being able to go into places like this studio how have you been finding it
1: oh i've been very fortunate because uh, i have a my- Oh, ah, yeah, nice. I've got my own recorder, so I've been very fortunate in that sense, but in regards to getting songs, mixed and that I've had to send them, and then real, real like, um, sluggish of the fact that you've got to send three emails, they'll send it back, mm. and back and forth just in the studio with the producer, and you can just get it all sunny, right? It
0: always gets way too pedantic at points now, just, like, with how many files you have, like, stacked up. Like, do you end oh, yeah, up losing exactly. files and stuff? Because I have files on top of files on top of files, different versions. Like, how's it been managing all those?
1: Oh, bro, it's, um... I've got, I've got quite efficient over the years in getting my, mm. my files put in, but it's just the, the lag for me, the biggest lag has been communication, because, like, you know, um, what what you think in your head and your write down is completely different the way someone sees it. You know what I mean? So like, I'll say change the drums change it to something completely different. You know, so it's like something that will usually take one conversation or like one conversation in the studio it takes about five emails in a day.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. It, it's and one of the also, most difficult things. You released um, um, the EP last year, Most Fly, where Find Us is coming out on the deluxe version later. yeah um
1: Yeah. Deluxe version. Yeah. Yeah, it's dropping between me and you. It hasn't been announced yet, but it's dropping on the 12th of June. It's a deluxe version of um, the EP, all press the most fly. Um, the reason behind you know, is like I was, at that time of the year. I think uh, I chose the wrong date. Like mm. the end of like end of November, I think it was Yeah, End of November it was a very hard period of like time where people are uh, not really focused on music. You know, it was holiday season where it's shopping, buying clothing, and I felt like the, the EP deserved uh, a bit more attention. And you know, so I put it into action.
0: And now dropping the deluxe version, but also, what was your like? How do you find the reception of the EP? Like, just now having to, of course, you said it wasn't like the best of times. Like November, yeah, yeah. people busy shopping, other things. Yeah. But now, like, dropping a music month, single, find us, yeah. and but also having the other remix of one other singles with oh, Rusk the G, the, yeah, man. yeah.
1: So Rusk the G is actually my little brother. Shout out,
0: to yo, brother.
1: yeah. So, we keep it family ties, family ties. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> Girl Talks Probably be my, my biggest single, and it features Pleasure P. familiar with Pleasure P?
0: No, I'm not. I'm, I still need to really, like, dive in deep into New Zealand hip-hop. Like, I'm a huge fan of, like, of course, the classics like Tom Scott and stuff. But, like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. so much New Zealand hip-hop that just goes unnoticed, which mm-hmm. I really find disappointing.
1: Yeah, and that's exactly my point with the EP. Yeah. You know? um, I think um, there's a few a few select artists that do get a lot of attention but there's not um how do i say there's not many um not much space to the same door you know what i mean so if you're not within the selected few if you don't have the right marketing or team behind you it takes takes a bit longer
0: You've quoted yourself as being like influenced by Rick Ross and a lot of like DJ Khaled, um, which is, I find a really interesting niche to go into. Cause like a lot of people go down like the more of the wannabe gangster lifestyle, like a lot more of the Jay Z. Um, but then you also have, like I said, Tom Scott earlier, he goes down more of a conscious method. Where do you? What is your opinion on the current state of New Zealand hip hop that you can see? Like, I
1: think New Zealand hip hop is a great place right now. There's a lot of a lot of artists doing big things and uh, getting great looks, like Melodown's Downs got mm. uh, Def Jam Rikardu, which is crazy. Yeah, man, it's just it's, it's it's at a real good place right now, and I think um, everybody is, has their own lane. Does that makes sense? Yeah. Man. This is like I uh, would, um, only you need to tell your truth. Mm. You know, and I'm very, um, flamboyant and ambitious and I want the world. And it might seem for New Zealand, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't really fit that, but unless you stand out, you wouldn't fit in. That makes sense, you know. Yeah. I'm trying to be like everybody else. I'm trying to be myself, speak my truth and chase my dream. You know, so I think all of us have different dreams. You know? someone else might want to create conscious music, might want to get people thinking. Um, I, I use the, in the, the, the uh, wanting more. As motivation, you know, that mm. I can achieve it, you can achieve it. And I've, I've seen many artists, you know, and I always like, I'm a big fan of Rick Ross, and I just recently read his book. If anybody likes, great read. support yeah, Hurricane's great read, but um, what I've gotten is that you you have to want to go get it. That's all it is. Like, you have to want to go get it, and it's up to you. And I think a lot of people, are not just, it's easy to fit in, you know what I mean? And you yeah. have to your yeah, own lane, and that's, that's the only way, uh, not the only way, but I believe that. Um, you could win in the long run you can be complete when you're completely different and um, not like the norm at the moment you have a great opportunity to blow up in the sense that you're your own lane you know what I mean
0: yeah like
1: I've been a student of the music game for a while and this is it's a reoccurring theme as in uh, when Drake came out everybody sounded like Drake everybody came mm. to just rapping and, and when it's just what they do not realize is the reason Drake's why it works for Drake is because Drake got to do it Definitely. And when you when you create your own lane and do your own thing, you might not be accepted at first. Same as Travis Scott, you know. I remember when he switched to the auto tune, but he was the first one to really do that autotune tune. You know, that a bit different to Young Thug and that, but you know, he was the first one, and then by by being the first to do it, it blew up, and then everybody followed suit.
0: Yeah, all the auto crooners are coming out. Like, of course, said Young Thug. Like, they were they were the first ones to start using their voice as an instrument. Um, yeah. but even then, like. We have had a Drake EP. Well, I think it's an album. I'm not too sure what Dark Lane is. Yeah. I'm not really too worried about. But yeah, like, we've also had um, like people like Nav and Lu- Uzi release yeah. albums this year so far. What's been one of your favorite releases that you've heard from like your influences this year?
1: Oh, well, this year. Um uh, well, this year. I think I'm a real big Freddie Gibbs fan.
0: Hmm. Yo.
1: Yeah, it's so a pretty good job thing with ben, Bandana.
0: Yeah, Bandana with Madlib. That was...
1: was Madlib, yeah, crazy. But like, I really like... And I, I like his approach. Like, he um, mixed he was, with real concrete. you know what I mean? It's has got real different and a real starts contrast. Um, I've been, like, to be honest, um, just trying to think of this year, what I've been playing. I, I listen to a lot of old-school Jay-Z, like, uh, mm. work albums. And for me, it's like, I, I like the vibe out of my car, put on some old-school Jay-Z, Reasonable Doubt. And just just vibe, you know. Ooh, we've been I love Migos, I love Nav, I love Drake, I love Meek Mill, I love all of that, but yeah, I love the vibe out.
0: It's, it's always like the main thing, like just having the vibe. Like I, i have been slowly like, of course, getting into a bit more old school hip hop. Like honestly, one of my favorite things has been like J-R the Damage and stuff. Some really like yeah. back in the day, old school like boom bap.
1: Regardless of you um, might not be popular right now, you know, but eventually something's got to give. Yeah. You know? You stay true to yourself, it's actually your sound. Eventually, something has to do.
0: It's the niche and the hustle, but also going to that hustle. Of course, like with Rick Ross, he's good now, the Wingstop mogul. He got this, yeah. he got the shops. What has been one of your favorite hustles before, like, doing this, like, as your major full time gig?
1: Oh, like, um, so I currently own a barber shop. Yo. Yeah, some so my little brother's actually a barber, so he runs it. But yeah, I own a barber shop and I have a construction company. So I do a bit of, uh, labor hire, yeah.
0: Yo, how is that, like, managing that, like, both... Hearing that you own a barbershop construction company, they're, they're both two different, like, areas yeah, but of it's, work.
1: But it's like, like we said before, it's like the, the hustler ambition, you know, it's like, uh, it, it might sound hard or difficult on fresh ears, mm. but imagine only 50 wing stops. It's only as big as you, you make it out in your head. When, when you have, uh, like people you look up to or, or people that uh, aspire to be like take on the world you know for me to run two businesses it's not doesn't seem impossible that makes sense yeah yeah that, that's a feel by my, my other hustles but well, music is my passion yeah but I'm um, so smart enough to, to recognize that I can't place all my, my chips on music that makes sense mm. you know so plan B and a plan C but music is my passion and um, having these other businesses affords me to chase my dream.
0: And so, we now have entered level two for the lockdown. What is going to be your go-to thing now that we are now able to go out back into public, chill with the homies, all that kind of thing, kick back? What is the one thing you're most excited to do?
1: Oh, man, like, right now, I'm just really excited to, like, back to shoot some more video uh, music players, as um, shout-outs things in on air got funded last uh, March.
0: Hell yes, that's what we like to hear.
1: I got funny, but then, of course, um, the single had already been released blessed. so we planned to shoot the video, and then lockdown came, so I couldn't shoot the video, because, so we kind of stuck for a bit,
0: yeah. and
1: it was really fun, like, getting back out there, but um, I, I partied a lot of my life and now, I've had fun, like, I'm, I recently got married, and you know, my beautiful wife, shout out Jessica,
0: congratulations,
1: so, yeah, I'm at a different stage of life right now, and, like, it's cool hang out with the homies and that, but I really want to Put 150% of the music right now. The main thing I'm trying to, I've got, I've got a couple of big moves up my sleeve. I've got um, a feature for Earth Gang.
0: Familiar Yo, what? How did you organize that? Like, did they.
1: Yeah, so, uh, long story short, they uh, came, I knew one of the promoters. Mm. A story that probably about six months ago, I met this uh, DJ called After- Afterthought. Mm. So, I thought it was Whisker Leafers, like, spare DJ came here, he was looking for some greenery, I helped him out and then he told me like you have no idea bro, we're from Pittsburgh, like you've done the biggest favorite, if any of my homies come to Auckland, we'll tell them i am see Chubby. Probably, in, well, probably uh, two months later I uh, saw the DJ came DJ T-Gut and he was Lil Pump's DJ when Lil Pump came here. So we hung out and then he was like yeah cool, thank you uh, I got some other friends coming here well, when the Earth Gang came, so I took Earth Gang out and they came around Got a haircut in my barber shop and my recording studio is next door. And the DJ was telling me the whole time, like, yo, uh, so there's two limited Earth games, the guy with the, the dreads. Yeah. The guy with the show here. Yeah. So the guy with the shawl yeah, here, uh, World of Great. Me and him got along and started hanging out. And his manager was like, yeah, uh, course try to get a feature for him. Try to get a feature. So the manager leaves to get a haircut. And then me and, me and World Great start chopping it up. He's like, yo, I want to jump on the song. So I put the song, he recorded the song. His manager comes back, and his manager was in disbelief. Like, brother, he doesn't do that shit for free. I like, mean, like, they normally charge that. They're about to fix the blower. And he just said, just off the laptop, Like you know, he looked after us in and it's it's crazy because it's probably going to be the biggest feature, like, up-to-date up right now, my biggest feature. Mm. And I was, before, before lockdown, I was meant to be in Atlanta hanging out with them in April.
0: It's a shit, like, I feel this has been one of the biggest not necessarily biggest New Zealand Music Month because I always feel like it always is such a big thing having that spotlight but I've been talking to um, another artist she was been working with Eve's Tumor and um, modeling for Balenciaga and stuff and I just feel that this has been one of the best years for just New Zealand musicians as a whole like seeing how Denzel Curry's been putting it down for us but yeah, then yeah. also seeing how you've been blowing up after all your hard work yeah. like you said Earthgang not many people are able to get that even in the
1: US Bro, it's, it's crazy and like the, the, the management team was like he did it off the love which is very rare and I think it's just being like being honest and real and like when you get along with someone and being be completely straight up with you at that point I wasn't a very familiar with Earth Gang like just be straight up with you I don't know much of your music but you guys are cool just hang out and then only afterwards I realized how big they actually were and I was like oh you you guys are at the Jay-Z brunch the Rock Nation brunch to hang out with Jay-Z and Rihanna it's crazy but we, we got along as, as two people you know, I, wasn't, um, I, just, I wasn't I wasn't being a fanboy and I think a lot of these uh, American artists or rappers um, appreciate it more when you're not uh, fanboying you know what I
0: mean so yeah. it's you like a little like person but of course June twelfth, the EP remix comes out with a few unreleased tracks that people haven't heard. Yeah, bro, it's like
1: uh, Earth Gang on there. Obviously, Pleasure P for Pretty Ricky. That's an American um, R&B
0: group. Ooh, yo!
1: They were quite big in the early two thousands. Pretty, Pretty Ricky.
0: Pretty Ricky. Oh, keep that in mind because I've been going down like rabbit holes of old yeah, bro, school.
1: You'll know the song bro. It's, it was real big, probably back in two thousand five or something. Like, real, huge, like, multi-platinum Grammy-nominated. And I met him through the same thing. You know, he came for a haircut. I managed to convince him to come to the studio. And I made a song.
0: Was that one around the times that you, like, were doing the show for Nelly and stuff? Uh, Because that was the last... It's amazing. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you and just chopping it up with you. Hope to thank you. Bro, no. thank you bro. Hope to see you come around, pull through Dunedin at yeah, some I'd love, point. I'd love
1: to come down to Dunedin, bro. We can help organize some shows, or something down there, bro. Love to come down
0: there, dude. We'll try our best. Like, of course, we're looking after the venues now, everywhere from Whammy straight down to the Cook. Got to look after the hometowns and also the rest of New Zealand. So, hope you enjoy the rest of time go and chop it up with your brother
1: thank you again for your time but really appreciate it man i look forward to chopping up with you when i drop my next single
0: the 29th dude i'm i'm excited to hear
1: it this This features an australian rapper real big so i look forward to talking to you again when chopping it up
0: that was a radio one 91 fm podcast you can find more
1: at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found